You're listening to another Mariners podcast by the fans and for the fans with news and views on the Claret and Blues. Yeah, I know it, man. Have a listen. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Mariners podcast. We hope everyone is safe and well. Um, it's been a little while since we got round the table, Ronnie. Um, I, I can't remember the last one. I can't remember the last time. I think it was round about the Lancaster game. Was it? Was it as back, far back as that? I've, really, I've been looking on, on, on to see when we've put the podcast out, but I just can't remember. Anyway, um, a lot's gone on since we last sat around this table. We've been on the telly. Um, <laughs> we've been knocked out of the FA Trophy. Um, we've lost a league game. Mm. Um, but we've won some as well. Mm-hmm. We've won some cup games. Uh, we have sent out more players on loan. We've brought one in on loan. And we find ourselves kind of in a position where if we win our games in hand, we're just about top of the league. Yet, there's been a lot of kind of, uh, dare I say the word negativity, um, just about various things. Um, start with the FA Cup run. Brilliant exposure for the club. You know, live BBC cameras, record crowd, um, you know, some good money made by the club. I just felt on the day that we were a little bit flat, if I'm, if I'm honest, particularly in the first half. We give them too much um, respect in some ways. Mm. But um, I never felt as though, yeah, we, we lost 2-0, but at no point in that game did I feel as though we were ever really in any, what you would class as danger. Considering that there was a League One, the League One club were going, as someone said at the match, it's like these are like I know it's like uh, pie in the sky because of where they are in the league, but on paper they're two promotions away from Premier League. I know. So they're they're I mean they're they were a big side, mm-hmm. Very big, big fit side, and I think in the second half we had them rattled. We were over on that uh, the marquee side, and their left back and their left centre back, you could see they were worried. Very. Uh, and you just think if we'd done that like maybe halfway through the first half it would have been a better spectacle a better game and we might have got a draw out of it mm. I mean the, that last goal that we can yeah. score it's just, just we were pressing forward and all that but I think uh, I think we did it to, to to have that kind of performance against that quality of team is good it just just feels like Home, it's kind of a recurring theme. You just mm-hmm. have got more. Come on, come on. Because I think we know we've got more. But like, how do you? How do What's you get like out? the league form? Um, if you look at the cup, the cup run. You know, the, the games where we've scored goals, and I mean four, five goals. Yeah. FA Cup. Uh-huh. Um, dare I say, perhaps players playing without without fear. Um, not that I'm saying players are playing with too much fear in the league. I just think there's a bit more nervousness in the league because, of yeah. course, the pressure is on to get promoted. And maybe that's where we haven't been as commanding in, 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 in league games and not, not as quick in getting the ball forward for fear of leaving gaps at the back. Because it's been slow. The, the yeah. play has been slow. Thinking about Scunthorpe, I think that first half surprised the players. Yeah. It was like, oh... 1-0 up yeah mm-hmm. and then 20 minutes ooh, still 1-0 up mm-hmm. I think that surprised the players but that was a kind of a shot of nothing mm-hmm. and it was like we'll just 
give it our best shot. And then obviously with the being on the telly and all that, I think the nerves would have kicked in. Uh, but yeah, I think you know with them when we used to watch them on the telly and our big giant kill and things like that, you'd see the low the underdogs just kick ten tons of mm. shit out <laughs> the <laughs> league team. We could try to play them off well, the park, which worked kind of worked in the second half. But if we were to kick. Because they, they were big, big strong. Big strapping lad. Well, I looked at the, yeah. the Hereford Portsmouth game on the Friday night. Uh-huh. I, I got bored with it. Um, yeah. it's, uh, those d- days of. Because the game's changed, of course, and there's more and more teams want to play an, an attractive brand of football. Where back in the yeah. day, you know, your non league clubs weren't yeah. able. Not just because of the standard of the pitches, it was just the brand of play that managers mm-hmm. wanted to play. But I just felt as though it was like a, an opportunity almost missed, but an opportunity taken. I think that's going to be the nature of this podcast. It's going to be... In, we, we are in a quandary here because yeah. there's things that are happening that... Ugh, here we go again. But on the other hand, if you look at, if you look at the stats, we're almost flying. So yeah. we've got to weigh this up. Is that a purgatory story? You can, you can either go to the good place or the bad place. We just <laughs> don't know yet. We're just held in... Yeah, and suspension. So we'll, we'll put it out we? there. We'll put it out there. Um, I wasn't upset with the loss in the cup. Um, well, the Vars. No, no, the, the cup. FA cup. The FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't upset about I the loss in the FA. Trophy. It was good. We, we had a good run. We got a lot of exposure. If we'd gone further, would have been nice. But I think you then what you then got like six, seven games in hand to play. Mm. And that does really affect the league. So yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I think it's probably good in the end. I didn't want to. I didn't want to replay. That's for sure. Uh-huh. Um, and the FA Trophy, I'm um, absolutely fine. Delighted that we're out. Yeah. Um, I know there was a lot of a lot of um, bad bad press after the game. Supporters had travelled down and expected more. And ugh, I think they are games to miss. I, I just wouldn't even attempt to travel to them because. Mm. It's clear that we're not going to play a full strength side. It's not. A, it's not a game that is of real importance. It was a chance to get players' minutes, which has proved just to be travel right. and not expect. Just do other things to entertain yourself and not expect <laughs> a win. I do think you know. Still, you still expect your players to give one hundred percent, and I'm sure yeah. they did. I'm sure they did. But um, what 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 really um, really upset me more than the cup loss and the trophy loss was the loss to Hyde because. Oh, when are we going to start taking chances? Oh. There's a lot of talk. And on Saturday after the game against Belper, we there's a lot of, you know, in, in, there's a lot of um, intensity after a game. Mm. Um, emotion and people, you know, on social media and things like that. And I, I, I try to keep away from them and just try and see things in the cold light of day. I was annoyed on Saturday at the, just the the way we played against a bottom team, but yeah. at the same time, we missed sitters in the first half that, oh, if they'd gone in, it was a different game again. Think, yeah. It's like a blo- it, broken bloody record. I think it? it's coming from a place of uh, just concern around, we've had good starts before, mm-hmm. we've, and then it's kind of untangled a little bit. We've seen that, and I think the people who are uh, kind of, for want of a better word, panicking, I think they're doing it for a reason. And that reason, deep down, is oh, this can't happen again, so I'm going to shout it out now so mm-hmm. something can be done about it. I think that's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. 
Um, however, like you said, the call light of day, if you do look at the, the league table, it's it, we're in a good position. Very good. We've got, you know, I think, I agree, we are not, we're, we've really strengthened up the defence. Best right. in the league. So that was our On problem. And in that was our big problem last season. So that's been solved. But, and I think we were missing chances last season, by we the way. We were, but we were conceding daft goals. We were. Know, lots of goals. We were. And so you kind of like, it, it evens itself out. So I think last season was a bad season all round, apart from the first like five games. Um, but I think we need to solve this uh, goal scoring problem. Now, I was completely, I've, I'll admit that I was wrong about Alessandra. I thought when we seen him against Lancaster away, yeah, he got his fitness back and he looked absolutely brilliant. He's striking the ball well, and I thought he was going to get a lot more goals than he has. However, when you look at his record, and mm. someone so I, I can't remember who it was did challenge me on there. Uh, all things Mariners, and turns out to be right. His record's not uh, at a high level though. Mm-hmm. It's not prolific. He isn't the biggest of lads. He's stocky. So we have to accept that he's not going to be so, like... Uh, so he's not a genuine number nine. Yeah, he's not a genuine number nine. He's not going to be like that boys from Mask or to Gilchrist to yeah. a certain extent. And I think he'd play well off a be like a striker that can hold it up. But uh, that striker that can hold it up, you know, is probably not going to play for us again <laughs> uh, for various reasons and we'll come to that later so you're right you're looking at Darius coming back yeah we know Darius can do it of course he can it's, he's had spells purple patches where you're like wow not only like scoring goals but also creating them and also working really hard well there's been two things stand in my mind stand out in my mind with Darius it was a game at Bamba Bridge where he was literally unplayable. And he wasn't yes. even 100% fit. He wasn't yes. 100% fit. Yeah, I remember. And he was unplayable. And then at Stafford last season, he ran his absolute arse off yeah. because his partner up front didn't want to know him. We'll yeah. go on to that again a bit later. Um, so we know he can do it. Um, his former manager at Staley Bridge said to me personally that a fit and fire and Darius will get you 25 goals a season. But I guess that depends on which way we play, of course. Yeah. So, but he's back. You know, he's back this week. Yeah. Interesting to see how Kevin u- utilizes him. Will he pick him? Why was he sent on loan? He was sent for minutes to get match fit. Hopefully, that is the reason, and not there's and there's not other underlying reasons. Mm-hmm. And if that is the reason, and he's back fit and firing, then it's like signing a new player. There is some reason. There's got to be a reason. I'd love to know what it. But he just seemed to just. Fall off a cliff. Well, in the game against FC United, um, I can't remember if it was their equaliser or their winning. Well, it must have been the equaliser. Um, he came on as a sub and he he, he went. There was a the ball was in midfield and he went in the opposite direction to the ball as if he didn't want to didn't want to get involved mm. in the challenge mm-hmm. to it's get not the like ball. Him at all, is and, it? and I'm thinking, what, what have I just seen there? So was his head in the right place? I don't yeah. know. Who knows? But he's back and hopefully. So I think. I, I know they're not these two players on tour, but they are solid. Mm. Like Alessandra and and Darius up front could be a a pretty like awesome mm. partnership. I think. Yeah, but again, it, you have to set your team up to allow that to happen. Yeah. Um, 
because then of course you've got Dylan Motley Henry in the mix yeah um, Mackenzie Heaney in the mix mm-hmm. so how do you fit it all in obviously they've sent Will McGowan out on loan Will was you know go back and watch the pre-season interviews with the management they were buzzing about him he had a great start of the season mm-hmm. and then he's just you know it's it, what what's happened's happened and he's gone out on loan Blythe Spartans I mean Blythe Spartans is like, <laughs> it's like, like a, shields over folks it's how shields second year <laughs> I, I, like, I've just been like thinking to myself about all the players that we've got we've got a hell of a good squad mm-hmm. there is there, there can't be any excuses like no because this league this season I think it's the poorest I've seen it's poor I mean, we I, I was impressed. Away, they were. I was impressed with Ashton's work rate when we went Ashton yes. first away game. Yes. Um, they battled and battled and they battled. They did. Um, yeah. I was impressed with Warrington Rylands. Yeah. I was impressed with Hyde. I mean, Hyde United. You know, we got beat last week one 0 We shouldn't have lost the game. Mm-hmm. Um, a draw would have been a fair result, I think, because they gave caused us a lot of problems. They're top of the league for a reason. But still, they're not out and out. You know, a country distance mile mm-hmm. ahead. Mm-hmm. But something, I mean, Belper on Saturday, the bottom of the league for a reason. No disrespect to anyone linked with Belper who, who might be listening to this. But, and even I think there was a few fans said before the game you know, that they're not very good. And they're not very good. And I, what, what kind of annoyed me a little bit about Saturday was the fact that we didn't just go at them hammer and tongs and just literally just mm-hmm. went. When, even if we'd left the odd space at the back, they're not, they weren't going to carve us open. We've got Rolls Royce defenders at the back now. So, and I think the the other benefit of that is if you go like a decent amount of goals up, then your second string players can get minutes mm-hmm. and you can rest because mm-hmm. we've got a lot of games coming up. But if you kind of like just play it cautiously, you run the risk of. And we how many times have we seen it? Like so many times that like Ratcliffe springs to mind. If you if you're cautious, mm-hmm. the and then the team are playing. Uh, us at the ground that they look around and go wow this is they just get more confident 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 mm-hmm. before you know it you've got a game on your hands and then your chances become uh, yeah. critical and then you start snatching at them but if you just go for it with like you say with the assurance that you've got like some top class defenders that, like, that back line now like Little and, and Botrol Bent and Morse is, is in the form Morse. of his life yeah so you just got to trust them and just go for it and then more than likely, you'll you'll get the pr- probability of chances will will fall in your favour because you're going to put a couple of them away. Well, but are we? Uh, uh, we'll, we'll go back to that Saturday. Well, again. if you look at that goal against Belper, you got Alessandro on the line and puts it in, right? Yeah. If you the more pressure you put on, the the more likely you are going to get yeah. up the field so you can put a cross in like Jordan did, cross the box and he's, he's, he's there's another time. thing you know, Connor. We've got these quandaries. Oh. Yes. Conor Newton's been magnificent. Yes. You know, he's been absolutely what an engine he's got. Very good. Um, but he's a different fullback to to Jordan Hunter. Yeah. Um, I would actually like to see Conor Newton in midfield with that kind of energy, that work rate, that strength, that power, strength. and ability. He's no, don't, you know, he's, yeah, a, he's yeah, a quality yeah. player with Jordan on the right. Yeah. I think that would work. You know, I also think Jordan would be good on the right midfield. Um, well, he played there more or less on Tuesday night. You weren't there, Ronnie. Yeah. Um, I've seen the highlights and he yeah. settled the goal. But in the game itself, he was kind of with moments where he wasn't quite at the races. 
But bear in mind, he hasn't had a lot of football lately, yeah. and it does take it. You know, it does take a while. Um, came on as a sub on Saturday and had a, a, a good second half, mm-hmm. particularly uh, particularly the final twenty five minutes. I thought he was excellent. So it, it, it's just about getting back into the swing of it, isn't it? But like, what 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 a great position to be in. You got two like absolutely class right backs to choose from. Yeah, you have the ability to say, well, you play one at home against the weaker team, and you can play another one away if you get in a physical well, team. Well, there's the other thing. You got Blair on the left, and you got Josh Doherty, and exactly. Um, I mean, Josh was well. Go back to that Lancaster game. Oh, very good. He was outstanding that night. Um, we were actually thinking, will Blair get back in the team? Because he was that good. So, but embarrassment, now you look at the midfield, it's an embarrassment of riches. You've got Wood, Smith, Briggs, Callum Ross, mm-hmm. Will McGowan. <laughs> when you look at it, mm-hmm. there, there is no excuse why we can't There's win. There's no excuse. Well, if you look, we should win the league. Well, we should win, we should win the league. <laughs> Yeah. The, the, so far what we've seen this season the standard of the league isn't great uh, clubs are though as as you'd expect putting in that extra if you look at the ratio of teams that have played against us and then the following game they've got beat always happens it's happened for years Hyde got, beat again. Hyde got beat on Saturday it's happened for years um, if you look at Atherton Collieries I mean they've your, your cousin Gaz you know, <laughs> he just seems to just put in like a, a rocket up his backside when he plays he against, plays against his cousin. <laughs> his cousin. Um, but they, they they ran themselves into the ground, and uh, but the quality isn't there. And that's why I look at teams like that who come and have something to hold on to, mm-hmm. and look as though they can break quickly. Mm-hmm. Beltback couldn't do that on Saturday, yet we still kind of didn't go at them. In my view. Hammer and tongs, where I think had we done so, law of averages, yeah, you're going to miss chances. We've missed them all season, but you might take another one or two. But the chances were missed again. Hyde United, Belmar, the chances were missed against Warrington. You look at all the games, Liversedge, which was, it reminded me so much of Mikelova last season, mm. um, where it was so slow, yet Liversedge offered nothing. Mm-hmm. And it was that bit of quality from Mackenzie Heaney that set the goal for Michael Woods. So, the quality isn't, you're right, it's not, the standard isn't, I don't think, is as good as it was last totally season. Not. Um, I just wonder if we, we need to get a bit of arrogance about us, because we are the best team on paper. Yeah, yeah. So, why don't we start looking and, and acting like the best team? Yeah. I mean, can you remember when Fosley used to come mm-hmm. to our place? They were so confident mm-hmm. in their game plan. And, and even themselves. They were, they were the away team. Yeah. Yeah, they... Stand mm. their authority on us. Pardon me, friends. You're a bunch of bastards. Of really, course, you know, of course. kicked us from the height and, and yeah. Well, they had a certain arrogance about them. Though, yeah, they, they did. They did. And I think, I think, and I know Kevin Phillips is, probably isn't like that. He's, he's kind of a calm character, isn't he? Yeah, he is. But having that like arrogance gets you winning. We are sell shields. Yeah. This is our manner. Yeah. You're not playing here. We're gonna wipe you off. Yeah. For, if you don't, if you. We're going to batter you for 20 minutes. Yeah. Right? We're going to batter you for 20 minutes. And if you survive that, good on you. And we'll right? come at you again. And we'll come at you again. We'll have a rest we'll come at you again. Not, oh, we'll stand back. Because mm. if you do that, you'd get the crowd on. Of course you would. It was, I mean, to be fair, the, the lads in that particular, you know, in the same I shared, the noise they're making, mm-hmm. you know, um, fair play. The, the, uh, getting a good... Uh, 
a good group going on, aren't they? They are getting a good group going, making a lot of noise, uh, and really the cr- the ground would erupt. Yeah. It just needs that something to hold on to in terms of identity. Yeah. Have a, if you think of when, don't want to talk about the old days, you know, the Northern League days, etc., etc. But when we played Northern League, played the Northern Premier League North. Mm-hmm. It was like it was almost like yeah we're going to beat you four 0 today easy they had uh, the arrogance and and but also with the, they did it in the knowledge that the quality was there but they knew that everybody was playing for each other which is there this year yes we've got everybody all the players out there. Right. Um, our Adam was listening to the the Sir Tom Broadbent Lounge podcast the other night Swindon Town yeah. and um, Tom was on there and he, he said you know it's a great bunch of lads it's a great dressing room well go out on go out there and just players if you're almost in the well and also the players listen to this and my message to them is just get that arrogance about you arrogant. Just strut around the pitch and just like don't have any shit just mm. go for them you, if, if we if we attack them they'll be sh- they, then they can't really attack us because they'll be too worried yeah, about defending themselves it's like just go for it and then the crowd can can help and I'd much rather do that than you know, there's a, there's a there's a there's a thing in football now where you're like, sometimes having too much possession of the ball, pe- people don't want it. In the higher the higher leagues, because they're catching on the break. But I think like we like you said, we've got a tremendous defence. I mean, Broadbent. Broadbent's <laughs> brilliant. Oh, another call on Sir Tom. It's brilliant. brilliant still, Little's brilliant. Morse is having a great time. So it's like, like you said before. Just your defence, mm-hmm. especially at home, and just go, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. I think the crowd and everyone would be sympathetic if we just got caught on the break, and then we get it again. I think what happens is we get, I think it's because there's a bit of deja vu sometimes where we have a good start, and then it's like, oh God, is this falling apart again? Because we've seen it so many times before. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is, by the way, but I understand why people are, are a little bit concerned. That's where it's coming from, but i just love to see them like, yeah, we are shields. We're, we're going to get you. We're going to do. We're going to get you, and then and want to really go for you. Time. And it doesn't matter if we miss any chances because we'll just come back and create another one two yeah, minutes yeah. later. Time and again, we'll be there. Yeah. Um, and the, the curiosity for me is also Will Russ. He's been brought in on loan mm. till till January. Um, to be fair to the lad, he hasn't had many opportunities, but I, I'm not sure he is the the answer either. It's, mm. it's very early to say, but from what I've seen so far, he's not the article that we need he mm. may well be a very very good footballer particularly in the next two or three years but we need something now can you remember that that lad with the Italian who played for Atherton on loan from I think it might have been like a, oh the, 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 the centre forward yeah. last year you see how how much he, he gone I don't know you see how much he was strutting around oh he was he was like I am good uh, uh, <laughs> at Atherton last year I am very good yeah, I don't yeah, care who you are I'm very good yeah yeah uh, well, he, he he was basically their team. Yeah, and uh, I don't think in that uh, Russ just seems to kind of is not very noticeable. No, um, it's difficult. It is difficult. Yes, we need to give him a chance. We need to give him a chance. Absolutely, but really, we need if you're going to bring some, you, you need something now. Impact. Go back to the impact um, Sefton made. Yeah, you know he came in and made that impact in January, February. We're going over old stuff again, but no, that's, it's, that's, it's, but it's it's right. That's it. that's you bring it. someone in, you're yeah. looking for a very quick impact. It's like hopefully now, if Darius is match fit, mm. he can come in and make that impact that we're looking for. Exactly. Um, so um, 
it's been a an interesting few weeks and also for the the academy side doing so yeah. so well in the FA Youth Cup. Yeah. Um, it's just a pity that one or two. You think of the, the, the lads like Alex Thompson, who clearly got a future as a centre forward, mm-hmm. not quite ready because you know he's a big lad and. If there's anything like his well, daddy yeah, score, shed loads of I mean, I've watched Alex play football since he was about six years old. He was in the same class as my son for school and all that. And he's always been able to score goals. So, yeah, I think he's just, just done a little bit too early. A bit early. For, for especially this league. <laughs> you, you get done with... Uh, bring his father in. Yeah, yeah exactly. Bring, bring Paul in up front. Um, so, I mentioned there the, the noise that the crowd have been making in recent weeks and there was a bit of noise on Saturday um, aimed at a particular player of the of the club um, JJ Hooper Um, it's not the sort of thing you want to hear when you're at home Um, difficult really to comment on other than I understand why they did it Um, do I agree with it Again, I'm in a quandary. I do and I don't. Um, because this fella clearly can play football yeah. and can clearly score goals. He made a great impact when he came. Um, but he did that at Wrexham. Yeah, no. Got injured. Rumours come from the dressing room and it was in a Wrexham newspaper in 2019 that rumours he refused to play. Manager denied rumours but said he was he, that he'd said he felt uncomfortable in terms of re- recovery from injury. Now that's what Cedric Main was doing last season. So he might have a bit of previous. He certainly got previous at Barnet. Um, my mate Trevor Nell said that he scored goals, got injured, came back and his attitude stunk. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I understand why the fans sang that on Saturday. Um, I don't like it because I don't think it's right, you know, but ultimately we shouldn't have to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to have a go at the, those kids for doing it because um, they were well-meaning. It was well, in, you know, it was all done with the best of intentions or worst mm. because clearly this fella um, isn't playing the game. He was found that we... We kind of sussed him very early last season. Mm-hmm. We sussed him, I think, the day, um, when was it now? Atherton, away when Main turned up in the wrong boots. Mm-hmm. So we knew then, hold on mm-hmm. a minute, and then the games where he went missing, and I can name games where he went missing, I can give you Basford away, I can give you a Stafford away. Mm-hmm. Um, I can give you the playoff semi final, which was just yeah. disgraceful. Well, he scored, didn't he? JJ Hooper. But he scored an excellent header. But he. Which is, which is the most. This, I think this is why there's a lot of frustration. Um, him and Kevin Phillips' first game, Cedric Main was unplayable. Totally unplayable. Yeah, it's and, and then gets allegedly injured again. JJ Hooper scores four goals against Nantwich. Mm-hmm. Gets a goal at Whitby on yeah. Boxing Day. Yeah. And then 
all the, the other games just didn't want to know and I, I can't get my head around that so this is my view on it right yeah come on it might be slightly controversial because what you said there is like so and so said this so and so said that there's a bit of hearsay but we don't know for sure what's going on we don't we don't we see patterns we see that he's a very good footballer he can score goals and just so happens we're missing chances mm-hmm. so that builds the, the problem is I think is you can never be really sure what happens I think that there's something by the looks of it there is something that just needs to be resolved and it looks clear that the best thing for everyone was for him to leave so we need to find a way to leave and however the root cause of this situation has to lie with the club you just said that there was a lot of if you're going to sign a, a player mm-hmm. on what is a lucrative contract yes in, in relative in this league at a, quite a long term mm. <laughs> it, looks like, like a, it's like, it looks like a 20 month contract 20 month contract a lot of money right if I had a job like that that I'd gone for an interview and then started well and in all in all good faith and signed a contract and like my colleagues or my manager came and went well you need to leave now because you're not performing I'd be like well eh so I think I've got this reason that reason this reason this reason prove it Sack is mm-hmm. it's very hard to prove um, plus you give you give us this much money it's your part right I'm just going to sit it out right so you've got to you've got to take it from that angle however you heard that you, you, I mean it's common knowledge right that we've seen how many clubs he had we had the stories where is the homework yeah, where are you going to sign? Due diligence. Due diligence before you're going to sign. Probably one of the most lucrative contracts we've ever signed. Like, was it a panic? Because we need to get promoted, we need to get the goals. What is it? Because I think in order to move on and learn, the club has to learn and then tell us, the fans, mm-hmm. what the situation is. Otherwise, you can get cross wires and then individuals get blamed yeah well the, you mentioned panic yeah i think it stemmed from the poor business that was done pre-season last season yep. so we were clearly short mm-hmm. of where we needed to be main was signed hooper was signed and then mitchell rose was signed graham fenton believed mitchell rose was the final piece of the jigsaw yep. that would see us go to the league title that was incorrect Mm -hmm. and had due diligence been done at least two of those three players would not have been signed and now you have to reap what you sow so um, what we're going to do blame Graham Fenton but Graham Fenton was an employee of the club and now he's not with us it's like it's useless Mm. you have to be able to say right this is what happened and we're going to this is what we've done to get better now I bet you They've learned from that, and next time it'll yeah, it happen. won't happen. It won't happen. But now we've got this. Now we've got this problem yeah. where you've got like it all builds, right? Because you've got Alessandra there, who's probably being bought for a reason, but because we've got our most lucrative signing sitting in the stand, he's having to lead that line by himself. Mm-hmm. If we had the money to give someone like that guy from Mask Boys, Boys that a similar them. contract, yeah, and you've got Alessandra, uh, Boys, and uh, Darius, oh, you, you know you got you you you're mortaring there. So all of these things, decisions add up and add up until you get to a point where you're like, it all just comes together. 
and uh, I think that's what's happened. However, if you look at the league table, I think we're going to be all right. We'll be all right, but we've still got this problem. He needs to either we need, he needs to either sort it out and start playing, or he needs to be got rid of. But that's the problem. No one in this current climate, at this level in particular, is going to have the money to pay those wages. Yeah. Had they done, we might have been able to get them out on loan somewhere. But nobody has the money. Or maybe other clubs have thought, we're not touching him. Probably have to get him, you know, for the rest of his contract, we pay half, they pay half. Gets him off the books and whatever, you know. But who's going to be able to afford that kind of money? Well, who's going to... Plus, who's going to want to he's done it now. So he's done it now yeah. at Wrexham, at Barnet, at South Shields. Who's going to take that risk? Not many, particularly when there's money involved. It's funny in football because you always get one, like at least one team that's going to pick up because they think, oh, well, I can change him. It's like, mm. I, think I'm, I, think, I think I'm a good coach. I'm a, I'll, I'll change him. I'll get the best. Leopards don't change their spot. Um, I'm not going to criticise the oh, fans no, no, for singing. No, not at all because. The, the, Good reason, you know, and passions are high. And go back to last season when he didn't show up in those games yeah. and didn't want to know. So if we, let's just say we were top of the league by eight points and we were winning two 0 mm. would that have still happen? No, it wouldn't. That's the thing. That's the thing. We're not scoring goals. There's frustration. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that's there's a lot of fans on the different oh, yeah, platforms that, have that, said, you know. Yeah. Uh, we need to score goals. There's the goal scorer. Sort it out. But it's no. not as easy as that. That's right. Yeah, I completely see why that was done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that it doesn't really move us very far forward. It, it gets a bit of frustration out on the just feel ten minutes of our like, podcast. You, you know what I like? <laughs> you know what I'm like at the match. I I get frustrations out quite a lot. You do, I. And but so I understand it. Uh, but like in the cold light day, you look at it and go. Mm. How much does that move us forward? Deal with the real problem. Hopefully that is dealt with. That the club have learned from it, and we're not going to do that again. And we've got a plan to get out of it. We've got two home games coming up. Yeah, we're sitting well in the league. We've got games in hand. I think two big performances. <laughs> yeah, and good results will silence a lot of the shade. I think Darius. I think that Ashton team. They've got Dean Saunders or some playing for them. Haven't they? Think yeah, they're, they're they're a decent team, and if he's done well there, he could be coming back flying. We might have had like a niggling injury that he's solved, and now mm-hmm. his confidence is back. Uh, it, it's staffing on like a great team there. Just a couple of they had a good start the season, but they've kind of just. Know, but I again, just, that's this league, isn't it? Yeah. T- teams beat everybody, and we've been consistent. To, it doesn't have to be like that though. If we're arrogant, and we just say no. I'm, what I'm, I'm saying, anymore. we've yeah. been consistent, but we yes. just need to probably be that little bit more arrogant mm-hmm. and a little bit more assertive, and and just say, look, yeah, we are. Sure. So plus, also Saturday is the first round of games where there's no Premier League yeah. or Championship. So yeah. hopefully, there may be a few black and white, red and white, blah de blah, who. If I cut, they're coming along, one you know they might get a great product, and you might just get the pocket. Because on Saturday, for instance, a lot of my colleagues from the cricket club mm-hmm. had a great day in the hospitality yep. in the Shipley Lounge. My two lads were part of it, and they had a fantastic day. They couldn't fault the food, the service, everything spot on. But I was in the club in the cricket club on Saturday night for the presentation and the consensus all coming up to us and said oh what a fantastic day mm-hmm. Chris it was class mm-hmm. but the football was crap and I think oh man and I, I was happy because we had three points yeah. 
But for the layman and the neutral coming in, and half of them, that was their first Shields game. Some have been before, mm-hmm. and some, but some haven't been for a while. Mm-hmm. For some of them, it was their first experience of the new stand. Mm-hmm. That they, they were well impressed. They loved the sports bar and everything. Loved it. But it's not the football that they remember seeing four years ago. Um, and for me, it's all about promotion. Three yeah, points. That'll do me. And yes, I'll have a moan during games and perhaps after games. Yeah. But I get frustrated. But ultimately, if we come away with three points, I'll be as happy as anybody. Yeah. But also, if you want to... You, you, your. I heard your voice on a video last week. There's a video just come out, <laughs> and your voice is on it. And you're, you're in the credits, Ronnie Pete's in Oh, this is the documentary. Aye, and and Glenn Sturdolf was on. I think I might have got edited out. You know. No, you're in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're in it. And Glenn Sturdolf was on, and he said that he getting beaten in the playoff didn't really upset him too much last season. And I, I was, and he said it's about because we, we need to grow more. And I think, wow. But if that is the way they're looking at it off the pitch and trying to grow, surely you've got to have a product. Mm-hmm. So the product off the pitch, and I know there's been teething problems lately, but Saturday it went swimmingly, it was fantastic. But the product on the pitch was ultimately what people go to go to watch. Mm-hmm. If it's not entertaining, you're not going to get any new fans. You're going to keep the fans you've got, mm-hmm. but you're not going to get any new. Mm-hmm. So... Hopefully, fingers crossed, Saturday, yep. no Premier League, yep. no Championship. Yep. Let's get a, a good crowd in and let's show Stafford that we are South Shields. Yeah, I think we're only one like really good winner at home away from being back on track. This, is, this is not like last season where we were like, oh, like back then it's like, oh, we knew big problems here. We knew those big problems. We, yeah. You know, when we commentate on games, obviously yeah. you, you can only hear our voices. You don't see our faces, and we look at each other a lot, and we know like they saying good, they saying great, and that hasn't happened this year. We've been to away games, and we've thought this is great. Yeah. Sometimes season, someone yeah. used the uh, record button on, and you can hear exactly <laughs> what we think. <laughs> but really, this season, I mean, you weren't at Liversedge. Michael Manuel joined us at Liversedge, and it was it was cumbersome and slow. But at the same time, Liversedge had to blame for that as well, playing basically five five zero. Yep. Um, which you know, so it's 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 not easy breaking teams down like that. We know mm-hmm. that, so we're not mm-hmm. going to criticise too much. Mm-hmm. But um, two home games, very winnable. I mean, Hyde just put seven past Bamba Bridge the other week. Yeah, you know, so clearly there are opportunities. I just think an early chance, take an early chance or two, create more, create and and go for the, the chances of FC United. We should have we should have been two nil up. Yeah. In, in in the first forty minutes. Had had Mackenzie Heaney not missed that sitter, yeah. would have gone in at half time, two 0 up, game over. Game over. Um, someone had been telling uh, someone had, I can't remember who it was now, had said to a friend of mine, you know, that was the best that first half performance at FC United was the best they'd ever seen from a team at our level. Right. And Yes, of course, they won't have watched much football at our level, mm. but it's the best they've seen. And, and I go with that because we played superbly. We played FC United off the park. Off the park. Yet, yeah. we get beat. You think, oh, it's, it's this... I think there's pressure. Yeah. But if you look at... Let's look, look at it. If you quantify it, Brentford beat Man City on Saturday. Exactly. So it does happen. Exactly. It does happen. Yeah, we're not, totally. Kevin's right. We're not going to win every game. Yeah. 
But it's also, I'll go back to the word I've been using for years, perception. Mm. Let's go out there. And, 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 and yeah, we are shields. Yeah, I think it's, it's that mindset where you're like, I, I couldn't really give a toss about anything external. This, this is on the pitch today mm-hmm. against uh, Stafford. We know we can beat them. We know we can murder them. So let's do it. Mm-hmm. And just go for it. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, you're on a roll. Crowd are happy. Corporate's happy. We're all happy. <laughs> Moving on to Bra- uh, Bamber Bridge. And then it just builds and builds and builds. What won't work is if you scrape like a, a 1-1 or something like mm-hmm. that. Because people have got like real painful memories about like what it's like to go on a bad run mm-hmm. it, it's a South Shields fan in this league because it's horrendous so I, love, I think we're just scared of getting back into that dip I, I would urge people if they, so as a far as the Celtic fan called Dave Pierce mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a pal of ours really we'll class him as a pal of ours um, and he does some great write-ups after Farsley games really well written very funny yep. um, particularly if they get beat because he, he and um, he actually, when he talks about Farsley being in the relegation zone, he talks about the fact that it's the unthinkable to go drop down back to the living hell, which is the Northern <laughs> Premier League. You know, it's the absolute it's abyss. Crazy. Because it's it's a league that there's clubs in it have been in it for decades. So he, he he's right. He's Blow your mind here. We're in per, we're in purgatory within purgatory. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh, you know we were saying yeah. we're in purgatory before because uh-huh. we're at this stage where we're like we're going this way or that way we're actually playing in purgatory as well which <laughs> is the, this league <laughs> uh, the living flaming hell like, which is the uh, he still calls it the evo stick yeah. it's so, like Inception <laughs> where it's just like multiple kind of layers to that uh, yeah. so we just look look at the league table goals against brilliant Get the other the goals for sorted out, and we will win the league by twelve points. Yep, it's there. It's there. Uh, we see it. We see it often. Uh, I can see why people are worried because they just don't want. Because here we go again, again, isn't it? Here we go again. It's we right, shouldn't. Yeah. You know, we go. Uh, it's taken a long time to recover from the, the the debacle, the disgrace, which was the null and void, and yeah, yeah. and and um, but people have it hurt everybody, and I think people are are very emotional yeah. about the fact that we're not top of the league. Uh, but I think if you look at it purely from football, from a footballing perspective, take your chances in the first five to ten minutes, if you're creating them, which we are, take them. Yeah. Put the ball in the net and we will win games 3, 4, 5, 6, nil, six one. You know, we've got the best back line yeah. in the division and perhaps the best back line even in the league above. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, with that comfort, in that knowledge that you do have that line, go out and just play. Yeah. Go out and play. Totally. And um, I think we'll fly. And we've filled 45 minutes. We've filled 45 minutes. Gonna with be nonsense. I'm going to be arrogant here and say that was a brilliant podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, oh, start, I'll start it. No, shit. No, shit. I'll, st- I'll start the arrogance because I'm quite good at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... But it's... Going into this tonight, listeners, we were in a quandary yeah. how to really approach this because ugh, if you'd spoke to me at 10 to 5 on Saturday, I might not have been as 
mm-hmm. positive, mm-hmm. but you've got to look at things in the cold light of day and let things settle and just look back on things. I like to look, I keep, I like to try and keep a close counsel till I've watched the highlights on the Saturday, on the Sunday on YouTube because you think, well, actually, I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot about that. And I forgot about that. We should have won that game 6 0. <laughs> After the games, I can barely work my fingers and I'm like, else to put a message on. <laughs> you tend to put stuff on, man. <laughs> I will lie, it's, it's probably, useless. it's normally nonsense. Oh, nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've filled, we've filled our 45 minutes. We're yeah. trying to keep it to a half of football. Um, and just to put it out there, Ronnie and I are thinking. Um, strongly about going live yep. for our Christmas special. Um, it's it's in the mix at the moment. Uh, venue to be announced. Live audience um, with some guests on a top table with a with a live audience. Let us know if you'd like to attend. If you if, if in in theory, if we. Were to do it, would you attend? Um, it Does would mean be... I can put a poll on the, on the page? Please, can I put a poll on the page? I love it. Go on, <laughs> put a poll on the page. Please. But yeah, Christmas special, pre-Christmas, um, our last podcast of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, we intend to take it on the road, uh, in Shields Lake, but, uh, um, and hopefully it will be at the club, of course. Um it's just in the mix at the moment. Discussions to be had. Bloody, 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 blah. But it would be great to get an audience and and do it live. Of course, while we still record at the same time for mm-hmm. those who couldn't make it. But we we, we think a pre Christmas special live with guests who are <laughs> almost open forum. Yeah. It would be I think it would be great fun leading into the festive season. Could there so, be a bit of singing or mm, not the intro? Like maybe yeah. the intro. <laughs> Everywhere you go. I'll let you. I'll, I'll let you loose with that. I'm not involved in any of that sort of nonsense. But anyway, Ronnie, thanks for the hospitality. Thanks for joining us. Um, it's been smashing getting on the table again. Yep. Um, get there Saturday if you can, everybody. Get behind the lads and uh, and talk to the lads as well. Now we've we've tried to boost you as much as we can. Go out there, prove it, prove that uh, we are Shields, and we are going to win the Northern Premier League and find ourselves in National League North next summer. So from Ronnie and myself, Chris, thanks for listening. You take care out there. I'll see you hopefully around the ground. And um, bye for now. Thanks for listening to this Mariners podcast. There'll be another one along soon before you can see it. Robert Briggs.